Hi, anyone and everyone. Welcome to Have You Heard About This Case. My name is Sam. And my name is Kelly. Today, we're going to be talking a lot about a very, very current case in Illinois. Information is being slowly released as the case is still very much in litigation. Before that, we have our question, though. Sam, what is it today? All right. I have a little bit more of a specific question, Mm -hmm. but uh, I think it could be fun if there's a good story that comes with it. What was your best and most unexpected concert experience? Hmm. Like, have you ever just been to a concert that you expected to be like, okay, and it ended up being amazing? Honestly, the thing is, we were visiting my Uncle Teddy, who uh, has since passed on. We love you, Uncle Teddy. We were visiting him in California at a vineyard in, I'm not sure what part of town we were in, I think Carmel, a vineyard in Carmel. And we get up there to the rooftop of the bar and they're like, do tickets? The Beach Boys are playing. And we're like, no, we don't have tickets. We just came here to drink wine. And they were like, okay, we'll go in anyway. And the Beach Boys had and I had a great time. See, that's that's fun. I've seen the Beach Boys as well. And that's like (laughs) that's such a wonderful thing just to like stumble upon. Right. It was a really nice just like experience like out drink a wine yeah that sounds great oh the beach boys are playing oh they sound pretty good still you know right yeah i'm like impressed i'm like oh, okay right yeah you can't go wrong with that you really can't no mine's kind of similar not not really but kind of when i was 18 i heard that alice cooper was playing the county fair about 70 miles from me <laughs> and i mm. love Alice Cooper. But I'm like, it's a county fair show. Like, you never know what you're going to get. Sure. And I roped a friend of mine who had never been to a concert before into coming with me. Oh. And if you know anything about Alice Cooper, one thing he will do is he (laughs) will absolutely put on a show. (laughs) And it's not necessarily kid friendly. And I wouldn't call it that. He didn't hold anything back for the county fair. It was amazing. (laughs) And my friend is there with her first concert, like jamming out to to Alice Cooper. Oh my god! Like jamming Alice Cooper. That's pretty. That's a pretty good one. It was great. I paid nine dollars for parking, and that's all I did. (laughs) That that was what one of my favorite shows I've been to was Alice Cooper. It's like a good show because he's. I mean, showmanship for Highly recommend it to anybody. Okay, are we ready to tuck in to today's case? I am. Yay, okay, because I have to talk about this with somebody. It's happening right now in Illinois, but we're going to go with a beginning, just sort of myth-busting a little bit. Ooh, interesting. In 1945, in a Sherlock Holmes movie, Pursuit to Algiers, Holmes considers it obvious. Poison is a woman's weapon. The same sentiment has been handed down through the generations, even being displayed in George R. R. Martin's mega-hit story, Game of Thrones. In it, poison is described as the preferred method of women, the craven, which I think we can take to mean cowardly, I'm not sure, and eunuchs. Real-world statistics don't always back up this narrative, and I was actually very surprised. If you look through famous poisoners of history, Really? Because I feel like I've heard that, too. 
Yes, yes. If you look through famous poisoners of history or check the crime statistics, you realize first that poison is a gender neutral weapon. And more central to the point, a greater proportion of poisoners are men. And in the context uh, of some relatively recent study, the U.S. Department of Justice's report on homicide trends in the United States, 1980 to 2008, offers up this statistical insight. Of all poison killers at that time period, 60.5% were male and 39.5% female. That's very interesting because I just feel like you always hear that it's the other way around. I agree. And we're gonna go the other way. Because, however, our case today will actually be one of the members of that 39.5% statistic. It's also very new with the activity in the case happening from last fall until like right this very moment. I, I just have been Googling, just making sure there's no update. We don't know much yet about the perpetrator other than her name was, is... Marcy Lynn Oglesby, and she has been formally charged with the death of our victim and several related charges. I can also say that, just like everyone, she's entitled to a zealous defense from her lawyers, though, in my opinion, the preponderance of the evidence has pointed toward her. Hmm. So, yeah, we don't know much yet. Like, there's still, we're, we're getting bits and pieces in his testimony on February 8th, 2023, Detective Jeremy Moore confirmed... Oh, very recent. Yes. Only February 8th, and just wait. It gets even closer. Like, it's 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 happening right now. Oh, wow. In his testimony on February 8th, 2023, Detective Jeremy Moore confirmed that Oglesby had a romantic relationship with the victim that had lasted some 20 years. Yes, yeah, so they, they've they've been together. <laughs> so she knows. And now here's one of the first weird things that we don't we don't know a lot about yet. The victim was also confirmed in testimony to be living separately with a different woman, though nothing has come out yet about her identity or their length of their relationship. I I, I truly don't know what's going on there and it seems like not a lot of people do at least on our side of the table uh, maybe on the prosecutor's end they already know and are getting ready to bring it to trial i would hope and if she's not in any way shape or form related maybe it's just not something that they feel is important to the narrative of the story right well the thing is she becomes important oh Okay. So she's not been charged with a crime, but she was interviewed. And according to Detective Moore's testimony, she told the authorities Oglesby had been poisoning her partner, Richard Young. As I said in our intro, this case is unfolding now. But to tell the story, we need to go back to the summer of 2021, when in charging documents, the prosecution says it began. So between... June 1st, 2021, and October 31st, 2021, prosecutors have charged Oglesby with putting eye drops and, quote, other substances 
in the food and drink of her partner, Richard Young. Young's other partner, who I just mentioned, also also told authorities that in addition to this, she was using over-the-counter medications. It is alleged she put them where she did, knowing that Young would consume them, and she did this, quote, knowing such an act created a strong possibility of death to Richard Young. Oh, no, I just said that's just weird, like over-the-counter medications. Right. So she's using very innocuous things. And it, I'm going to talk about it a little, a little bit here. According to the information filed, she also slipped him an antidepressant without his knowledge. So again, another, oh boy. An- another sort of innocuous thing, though, like not something, you know, full of poison. And I'm yeah, like it's not like what you hear a lot, like antifreeze, right, or or even other other more intense medications, arsenic, rat poisoning. Like there, you hear a lot. Exactly. And I'm going to be honest here. When I first started researching this case, the way it was written confused me. Eye drops. How did she poison his eye drops? How did she know he would use them? After reading a few articles, it dawned on me that they mean the eye drops were the weapon used to poison Richard Young. Yeah, I know they can make you really sick. I don't know what they do, but I know you can get very sick if you do ingest eye drops. Yes, and Mary Lynn Oglesby had contaminated all his food and drink with excessive amounts of eye drops. Doesn't that taste, though? Like I don't know. What did I don't know. I've never like I I don't use eye drops a whole lot. But Me neither. I don't know this, and this is the most confusing aspect of the case to me. I'm like, wow, she just eye drops. Like, I've never heard that one before. I've heard, like we said just just a bit ago, we've heard of a ton of other different ways poison someone i've never heard of someone's first idea being eye drops but i guess it was marcy lynn oglesby's first idea she's very interesting and weird i just uh, you know it it makes me think she wanted him to suffer because it seems like I, yeah. it seems like eye drops would take a lot longer to contaminate to get to the level that you are poisoned than if you're poisoned by like antifreeze. But but I'm like I'm pretty sure I've heard that it's like I've heard of poisoning with eye drops, but I've never heard it with the intention of being fatal. Right. I feel like I've heard it to get you sick, which to me sounds more torturous. Of like I'm just gonna poison you over and over. Right. So that. You're, you're constantly have some sort of illness versus a fatality. Exactly. Yeah. She just, it seems like, just seems like a much more drawn out sort of way to do it. And I think that's why in the charging documents, it, it has a, the, the date range of when she was doing this because. Right. Take, takes. A long time. Yes, June to October. So, yeah. Interesting. There is scant information yet on the victim, Richard Young. The most important piece may be that he was a former chief of police for Macon, Illinois. And I may be pronouncing that wrong. Let me know. 
Macon is a village in Knox County, Illinois, which is southwest of Chicago by about a four-hour drive. On February 8, 2023, Young's former sister-in-law, Denise Cruzen, said, quote, it's hard to wrap your head around that somebody could be so evil. And I think maybe she's feeling the same thing that I'm feeling, that, like, the eye drops are just such an innocuous thing, you know, like, for him to have been poisoned with. And is Denise his, Marcy's, Oglesby's sister, or is it a different relation? Is it like his sibling's spouse? It, it just says know? former sister-in-law. No. So it seems like it may have even been a sister-in-law from an old marriage. I'm not positive. Now that's what I'm wondering. You might see more of a connection if they're related to Oglesby or not. Yeah, details about the family have been kind of played really close to the vest in this one. Um, because I talk about it a little further down. What's well, also new? Uh, yes, it is. And so she is his former sister-in-law. But I think that speaks to his character a lot, that his former sister-in-law. Well, that's that was kind of my question, is if it's his, Oglesby's sister... She sounds like she's in support of Richard and does not agree with what her sister did and is not defending her. And that's that's why I'm curious. Yeah, I don't know. I There has been no mention of Cruzan being related to Oglesby at all. WQAD8 ABC News affiliate also spoke with Young's former brother-in-law, Art Goodrich, who said he protected the city of Macon for more than 30 years. Quote, He was always good to me. He was always respectful. He was always friendly. And now here's the only thing it says. Cruzen and Goodrich are the aunt and uncle of Young's children. So I would imagine. That sounds like it'd be like his siblings. His siblings. Spouses or former spouses in this case. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's related on his side. That makes sense. And that that makes sense why they're, they're defending him and... If it was Oglesby's sister or brother, that would that could be very different. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, then we would know. I mean, there, like, like I said, it's all coming out. It's breaking right now. There's not a lot out there. Like, there's more here, and it's still not a lot about Richard Young than there is about Marcy Lynn Oglesby. I. I'm looking forward to the prosecution, you know, maybe helping us figure out this person and what happened here. Mm -hmm. The identity of Young's children, however, who Cruzen and Goodrich are aunt and uncle to, was not present in any of the articles. So I imagine they're trying to keep them out of the case or they may be preparing to testify against Oglesby. I'm not sure. Yeah, you never quite know in these scenarios because it, you need to protect the kids. That's yeah, ex- so important. Exactly. I don't know how young these children are. I don't know how old they are that maybe they're, you know, just not a part of it. I don't know if they're out of state i am not sure yeah 
can be a lot of different factors and things in that. Yeah, exactly. I also could not find when exactly Young served his term as police chief, but I'm inclined to believe his brother-in-law that he did it for some 30 years as Goodrich has no reason to lie about it. And also, Mm -hmm. we have a quote here. Danny Thomas, the former mayor of Maquan, said, quote, Young would do anything for anybody. He was always there. I mean, it didn't matter what time of day or night it was. If something was happening, he was there. Which is a fantastic trait in a police officer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's how you end up getting named chief like him, you know? And Exactly. And we'll go on to see, too, like I said, a little more about Richard Young. But just here in that one quote, we can kind of see that this is pretty much a stand-up guy. You know, like he may mm-hmm. have a couple strange relationships that need to be charted a little bit in the case, but more often than not, a decent a decent human being. Good cop, you know? In reality, don't we all have some sort of weird relationship at some point in our past? Absolutely, you know, and maybe it's just <laughs> something that they got to living with and they were living in separate residences and maybe that's what happened. Or maybe the Yeah, maybe there was a a separation, not necessarily done legally separated, but Right. I was unable to trying to I was unable to find if he was legally married to either of these women. Uh I don't think he was. Um So that that would make even more sense of like separating but not having it be a widely known thing if there's no paperwork to come with it right you both can walk away yeah and if it's just been a partnership and i mean they according to the detective they had had a an ongoing partnership of 20 years so whatever went on within that partnership is their business and it seems largely on his time on the public clock he did all the right things he was supposed to do and yeah, like it could be common law as well, but like I don't know the common law laws. I know that they're different per Me state. Either. Yes. Um, yeah, and if that. they had a break in there in those 20 years, they could have gotten around common law. Like there, there's a lot of different things with that that could be relevant, could yeah. be completely irrelevant. Right. Right. I just think, I think he was a stand up dude and that's why this next part of the story is a little bit of a bummer the indignity that young was treated with has not yet fully been told between october 5th 2021 and december 5th 2021 oglesby is charged with concealing young's death by placing his body in a box and locking it in a storage unit in the city of macon oh wow yeah and and we'll hear a lot of t- stories, a lot of, that's what I'm going to call it. We're going to hear a lot of fun stories about how this happened. But I, I just am appalled by the indignity with which this, by all accounts, good guy was treated. I, you know, I think that's just despicable because you're, you don't want them to rest even after they're dead. Right. You it's it's wild. 
on October 7th, 2022 at 6 p.m., what could be almost a year after the crime. Knox County Sheriff's deputies responded to the storage units at 105 East 3rd Street, Macon, for a complaint of a suspicious odor. Deputies met with the manager of the storage facility and Oglesby, who has been who had been identified as the owner of the unit that the smell was emanating from, deputies have said. And now here's where we here's where we start to hear stories from from her. She was quick to tell the manager and responding detective Jeremy Moore that a possum had died in the unit. So that's that's the first thing we hear. A possum has died in the unit. Moore testified on February 8th, 2023, that Oglesby voluntarily opened the unit for police. So this is of her own volition. She's allowing them to that's go it, in. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, a, a very interesting move to pull. And and like, I think she probably did she think they it? wouldn't look around and assume that she, yeah. it was a possum? I think she probably regretted it and had that same thought because Oglesby also, or Jeremy Moore also testified that she began to throw out other excuses to try and explain away the smell, saying both that it was wet clothing or a dead animal. Those things smell very different from each other. Exactly. I was like, so now we have three separate things that this could be i don't think right yeah the truth. they're well they're um, not we uh, we do know that they're not the truth we know we know that they're not the truth yeah and but i do want to call attention to just the fact that we had three separate stories already on what this could be and inside yeah, the unit literally the first few minutes yes within the first few minutes Okay, so inside the unit on October 7th, 2022, Moore identified a large box to be where the odor was coming from. Moore testified that Oglesby voluntarily opened the large box at an officer's direction, but then paused and asked to speak with a deputy she was personally familiar with. That's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Why would you need to talk to somebody else all of a sudden? Yeah, like, you're doing fine. Well, you're not doing fine until now, but you apparently didn't have any issues until now. Yeah, the requ- the this request went ungranted, and Oglesby then told Moore that there was a body in the unit, but that she, quote, wasn't sure who. Okay? So that's wait, story oh, number four. Wait. We're at four, so, four. Yeah, yeah just go ahead and, yeah, there's a body in here. I don't know who it is, but there, I'm exactly. hiding a body. <laughs> At, yeah, so this is story number four, and she's admitting there's a body in here, and she just doesn't know who. Like, oh, just somebody wandered in to your storage unit, died there, and then what? Yeah, like, and and I, and I, I just left him there. Whatever. Oh, I put him in a right. box too. Just, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, that's the that's the story. Uh, it won't stay the story, as you'll see. Moore testified Oglesby then said she, quote, thought it was wrapped in enough plastic to hide the smell, end quote. 
<laughs> I okay. <laughs> I I don't think any of us believe with those two statements that Oglesby had no premeditation for this crime. Well, Clearly, not even like okay, premeditation. That I think that can still be considered debatable, but after the fact, you're like the you're still covering it up. So even if it was something that was totally accidental, you're still doing something that is highly illegal that you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. I just, I think clearly she had been planning, trying to figure out how to best conceal her former partner's body, how much plastic would it take to keep him hidden Well, if she's poisoning him slowly, I 100% agree. Like... If she if she's poisoning him slowly over months and months, it's clearly premeditated. But just in this moment of oh yeah, not I thought I wrapped it in enough plastic to hide the smell. Well, you went through at least planning after the death, right? Yeah, so you basically pled guilty to concealing a death, and I just think it's so. I just think it's so crazy that she admitted that she wanted to find out how much plastic it would take to keep him hidden forever. And she thought she had enough and she thought she was golden. And that is so. I don't think there is enough. And like. I don't either. You're not going to cover that up. No, not with plastic. Not with plastic. And. Detective Moore stated in his testimony on February 8th, 2023, that he had personally looked inside the box and saw a head covered in a pillowcase, a flannel shirt, and plastic wrap covering the lower half of the body. So So, she didn't even cover the full body. (laughs) No, no, she did not. I don't know how she thought there was enough plastic. I don't know how she thought there was enough plastic. If you just wrap the bottom half of his body? Yeah. I'm surprised it took until, what, um, a year later for the smell? Me too. I'm so surprised. I'm really surprised that it took that long. And it's not immediately clear to officers what had killed the victim, only that he was dead in Oglesby's unit. Upon this discovery... On October 7th, 2022, Marcy Oglesby is arrested at the storage unit for alleged concealment of a death, which is a class four felony, in connection with human remains found. She's also charged with two counts of owning a firearm without the requisite FOID card, and that's the firearm owner's ID card, and also two counts of forgery. Oh. She is. Yes. On October 31st, 2022, Oglesby pleaded not guilty on these charges. These are her original charges as listed, because obviously we're about to see them get upgraded. I would think. I would, yeah, I, I, they would have to be. Yeah. They once found out the he's investigate- being poisoned. Exactly. Once they're once they're moving through the investigation, I have to believe that. Yeah. And and so this is her original set of felonies and and so forth that she's charged with pleaded not guilty 
on the 31st of October 2022. The victim was identified by authorities as Richard Young, the former Macon chief of police. However, at this point, they were still conducting DNA tests to confirm this. At this time in the story, no DNA test had come back conclusively because of the decomposed nature of the body. So you might be getting to this later. I may really be jumping ahead. Was he missing? Like, did people report him missing? No. That's why another reason I'm so shocked and so curious about this case is that I don't know why no one... I didn't find anything anywhere that said he was missing. All I found was that they found his body in the storage unit. And I'm like, nobody... For a year, the, said the former police chief. If he has kids, yeah, it, like if these like former it, it, in-laws it's so respect confu- him, like that's it's it's so confusing. I wonder if it's they so did, confusing. and that just hasn't been reported. But I feel like you would at least googling this find an article about a missing man. Right. And I tried, I went through so far back to try and figure out when he was police chief. So I was very clearly like searching Richard Young, police chief, Macon, Illinois, like just things that, and all of them, all sources led back to these news articles of his murder. So, so interesting. Yeah. So it's hard to put a pin. Um, in that and also i mean it speaks to the amount of time that she had him there that he he's so decomposed that they're struggling to perform dna tests well you said that he was being poisoned between june and october but as we both kind of said we were really surprised with the decomposition like i i don't know a whole lot about it i don't know how long it takes to get to that point but i do wonder if the timeline is just different than what you're seeing is reported and that he died much more recently. I don't know that I, that I can't tell you. Um, that just, I, that's just, I'm, I'm curious about it. Cause it just sounds like all the articles just don't say it. And we, we kind of went through this a little bit with the Cheyenne Cluse case um, where mm-hmm. the timeline, it just, it wasn't reported in a clear way where we kind of, had to piece together multiple things but it just sounds like there isn't enough to piece together yet no um but we're about to come up on a hearing that will help us out because she uh we'll do an update as like stuff comes we'll we'll give you guys a little update as we know stuff but absolutely fascinating as what we have already The DNA test had not come back conclusively because of the decomposed nature of the body. However, seemingly confirming this identification as it being Richard Young, his family appeared at Oglesby's hearing on October 31st, 2022. The one we just discussed where she pleaded not guilty to those charges. Mm -hmm. And at this hearing, we have a toxicology report on Young that was shown. And, of course, it it revealed that there was a high level of a toxic chemical found in eye drops in Young's system. So, 
Oglesby had put enough eye drops in all of his food and drink to kill a full-grown man. That has to be so many. Oh my god, I can't... I can't imagine how much that must be, but I I think it also speaks again to the premeditation of the crime. Like, this had to have happened over a long period of time where Young would have been getting sicker and sicker all the while Oglesby allegedly was continuing to poison him. Yeah, I think if you're at the point of poisoning, that's absolutely premeditation. Like, there's there's not an argument if you're you're poisoning somebody's food and drinks right on february 6 2023 less than two months ago in this timeline in our recording timeline february 6 2023 was less than two months ago charges against marcy lynn oglesby are upgraded to first degree murder attempted first degree murder aggravated battery by administering a dangerous substance and concealment of a homicide death. So what we were all hoping for is that those charges... Yeah, that's what Mm -hmm. it sounds like it needs to be. Right, especially now that they had revealed this toxicology report at that uh, prior hearing. So since then, we've just been waiting until less than two months ago, these charges were upgraded... And then there is another hearing on February 8th, 2023, where Oglesby was said to have told officers that she helped Young into an RV after he had taken a fall. So this is story five now. Yeah. And it's very different again. Yes, a very different story. Very different and... She ends it with shortly after she heard a snap, believing it to be his neck. But so, they, they could tell that with his body if he had a broken neck. Like, exactly. That's and something an again, autopsy would show. Yeah. And you're again implicating yourself in this concealment of a death charge. Like you're just. You're just. Well, she can't get yourself. out of that now. No, no. She can try to get out of the murder charge, but she can, she has to keep that at this point. She's pretty much, she's pretty well talked herself into this concealment of a death charge. She's, she's pretty much for sure going to be guilty. But Oglesby, even in her story where she helps him in the RV, she hears a snap, she thinks it's his neck. She reportedly didn't alert authorities to Young's death for several reasons, including that she wanted to fulfill his final wish to be buried on a Native American mound. So, is Richard Young Native? Not that I could find. I think. And if that was his final wish, is that not in a will? Exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Like, you can put that stuff I, in a will, and, and, like, maybe if you're right. not Native, it might not happen, because often things like that are saved for Native blood and Native tradition. Right, right. But, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't, I, this one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is story... 
what are we on? Six? Now I've, I've lost count. There's just I've, a lot of I've, them. I've close to lost count, too. Like, I, oh, I, he needed to be on an Indian, on a Native American burial ground now. And I, I think we all see through this smoke screen. And I, yeah. I also would venture that a lot of us know when we're being lied to, especially a detective or a judge. <laughs> yeah, especially when your stories are drastically different from each other. Dramatically. Like, we started with a dead possum. And <laughs> right? now we're here. And now we're here. <laughs> Just as a layperson, I scoffed at this explanation. And Sam and I were talking about this a little off air. There's a case I'm going to cover coming up here soon. It's going to be one I'm very excited about. But it also involves the element of when somebody may be lying to authorities. And I just as when someone is lying, they tend to go one of two ways, in my experience. They either clam up and say they can't remember details, or they'll give too many details to exaggerate a point. Mm -hmm. And this is what I think Oglesby is doing. Like, a snap neck in an RV? Why didn't you go check on him? A Native American mound? Why did you not alert anyone? Why didn't you check to make sure... His will stated these final wishes or communicate them with his family. Why yeah, I feel she... like she's just saying whatever comes to her head in that given moment without thinking. Yeah, she's throwing all the spaghetti at the wall because what it comes down to is why would you then instead place the body of your former partner wrapped halfway in plastic in your storage unit in a box. And I yeah. think the answer is simple. It's that she's lying. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, she's lying. I've already stated that I think there is grisly premeditation with this crime. And her comment, though, to Detective Moore about enough plastic to hide the smell is just so chilling to me. Because yeah, it, it it is. It, it's it's just, a it's a callous comment. It's like, oh yeah, yeah I just thought it, this would be good enough. To think and to think she was staring at him that whole time, just thinking like, okay, maybe two or three big bolts of a you know shower curtain will do it. I don't know. All I think is that it's so gross that she clearly spent so much time planning. Well, and. She murders him. She puts him in a storage unit and just continues on with her life like nothing happened. Right. Right. And then we're left with what we were discussing before, which is this window of time where he is dead in her storage unit. And when they're called to the storage unit, like, why was it? Yeah, I feel like a year is really weird. Like, yeah. a year is too much time yeah like i don't know maybe maybe i will message my sister really quick with her medical experience and see if she can tell me like typically how long it takes to smell but i just feel like a year is a lot of time yeah i think you know i think it would depend on like 
each person individually, but I think a year is quite some time. I, I don't know. Luckily, Judge James Standard agreed with me, and on February 8th, 2023, he found there was enough basis for the case to continue. Oglesby promptly entered a not guilty plea to all charges and demanded the right to a speedy trial. At the hearing, prosecutors asked Detective Jeremy Moore about his interview with Oglesby. Attorneys from both sides asked about Oglesby's relationship with the Youngs. They were supposedly in a romantic relationship, as, we, as we've as we covered here. But I think it's interesting that both the prosecution and the defense want more information on this. Like, what's the relationship here? Right, yeah, it, it is interesting. There, there's a lot of different... There's just so much we don't know. <laughs> But it's it's interesting. Yeah. And reflecting that, Young's brother-in-law, Art Goodrich, said, quote, I don't know if I'll ever find out, but I'd be curious to know what the attraction was. It takes a certain level of evil to be putting poison in your food and drinks, you know, to kill somebody off. First of all, sick burn, Mr. Goodrich. <laughs> I don't know if any of us... <laughs> We'll know the extent of their relationship, though it may be further examined as the case goes forward. I also think he's hit the nail on the head that Oglesby knew what she was doing and knew for a long time. And the prosecutor's original charging documents do say that as well. I imagine giving, uh, knowing that, I imagine given the charges filed that prosecutors would agree with Mr. Goodrich's summation. Mm-hmm. Well, and you also like think about we, we obviously we probably will never know this unless she starts to actually be honest. But did she try poisoning him with other things and was unsuccessful? Like how long has this been going on? Yeah, exactly. You've been in a relationship for 20 years. Have you is there previous times you've tried this? And you know. said that he was living with another woman. So, was he... Exactly. What, yes. How was she poisoning him if they weren't together? But you said the other woman knew that she was poisoning yes. him? Was the, she in on it? The other... I don't know. The other woman told the police that she was poisoning him with eye drops and over-the-counter medication. So, that's where they Did got the... Did he know um, it? I don't know. Like, I wonder I if he knew it and could so. have told the woman he was with. Like, I, there's just so many things. I'm like, I have so many questions and I just know there's not answers right now. But I have so many questions. Right. And I feel like Goodrich and the prosecution have the same exact questions we do. Like, yeah. Which, yeah. How is all of this happening? When? But a nice ray of light here and something where we'll get to learn a little more about the man Richard Young was. On February 25th, 2023, a candlelight vigil was held for Young at United Methodist Church. Dozens gathered to share memories and offer prayers, filling almost the entire church. Several spoke about 
memories of Young and how much he was loved by and involved in his community. His neighbor recalled moving in near Young and how they had lived alongside each other for many years as he watched her children grow up. She further said, quote, Rick the cop became Rick our friend. As much as I would like to think our family and kids were extra special to Rick, we weren't. Rick watched over them just as much as he watched over everyone else in our small community. He wasn't a perfect man, but he was a man with a good, kind heart who deserves so much more dignity and respect than what he received. He deserves to be remembered for the man he was. That's a beautiful way of, of saying that. Like the, my kids weren't extra special because that just, that that puts it into a perspective of how much he cared about people. Exactly. Like, I think that's a, a lovely way to put it. You know, just to really kind of share who this person was to you. And I think we can all agree with the neighbor. Richard Young did not deserve this. He didn't deserve the horrific end of being poisoned over a long period of time and the pain that that must have entailed. He didn't deserve to be wrapped in plastic like last night's leftovers and discarded in a storage unit. Certainly not in Native American mound, and then not even being properly laid to rest. All because yeah. of Oglesby. This is like I, I have so many questions, but it's just at the end of it all, it's You're... just like this is this is torture. Yes. And you're about to have a lot more questions because I had a lot more. Oh, no. As I said, this case is still in litigation. And as of March 28th, 2023, in our timeline just a week ago, a judge dismissed charges of murder, aggravated battery, and concealment of a homicidal death due to the state violating her right to a speedy trial, according to WGIL Radio in Galesburg. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, I don't even know what to say. I can't, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm so mad. She still faces charges of concealing the death of a person, forgery, and not having a valid FOID card. The state's attorneys plan to file an appeal to the judge's ruling, which I can only I hope so. I hope it's granted. I hope it's granted. no they got to put these murder charges back on the table but we'll have to see you know if if they have anything that can prove her right to a speedy trial was violated you know yeah i wonder like what sort of potential impact like we're we're, i don't want to say we're out of it but like would covid still have an impact with it being a longer period of time like, I don't really know about any of that specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to I have to hope that there's like a workaround if delays from COVID and things like that happened. I really hope that the judge. I cried out in shock when I found out that less than a week ago, half of these charges were dropped. I was like, you. That you've got to be kidding me. That just blows my mind. Yeah, I 
all I can say is I hope the judge hears out the state's attorney's appeal and reinstates the charges mm-hmm. against Oglesby. Because just one day yeah. later, on March 29th, 2023, the remains were officially confirmed to be Richard Young. Due to the decomposition of his body, Young was identified by comparing DNA taken from him to samples taken from his relatives. And I'm horrified by that for this man's family. Like, to have to hear all of these terrible details and then for your family member to not even be able to be identified is so heart-wrenching. And I'm glad that they were able to conclusively prove his identity so he can now rest in the way that his family wishes. I just I I can imagine being that family and hearing that the the charges are just dropped. Like obviously she still she will likely be charged if if all of this is panning out as it seems to be, she will be charged for the concealment of a homicidal death. Um Mm -hmm. obviously that depends on the trial. She has the right to prove her innocence. Um but if all of this is true, that seems like a very logical outcome of the trial. But that could right. probably be fairly minimal prison time. Right, exactly. So they, they've got to get those charges reinstated. I really, really hope that the next update we hear is that they're reinstating them. Because, like I said, this is all so recent in our timeline. This all just happened just... A few days. The last statement I have here in my script is from April first, twenty twenty three. The Knox yeah, County. We're currently Sheriff's... recording this on April fourth. It is like this happened days ago. Yes, Knox County Sheriff's Office just officially confirmed that the case remains open and active, and anyone with information is asked to contact Sergeant Detective Brad Davis at three zero nine three four five three eight. Eight seven. So we're still trying to figure out. I, you know, I want. I. Yeah, I hope they reinstate those charges. I'll be interested to see when her next hearing is. In in reading, I didn't see anywhere yet when. The next trial or when the next hearing date for her, will be. I'm just curious and. We won't. We probably won't know any of this unless the appeal goes through, and it is forced to go to trial for her. But like, I'm curious over motive. Yes. Like, was there a life insurance policy? Like, like, there's, there's so many just yes, was bizarre it a, things that don't make sense. Exactly, and it could be so many things. Like, was it a domestic dispute where she got jealous that he was staying with this other partner, so she just decided when he was with her, she would poison him. I don't... So, But then why strange... does the other partner also know? That, right, like, right. I'm so curious about that. Like, were they working together? So many strange places. This case makes my mind travel. It's just yeah, so odd. I'm 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 very confused. Flummoxed, but I'm yes. I'm anxious for more information. And and like Sam said, if once we get an update, we'll make sure you guys get the update cuz we'll be I know that I'll be watching the news very closely. Yeah, we'll definitely be following up with this one and if there's something that we have the ability to to talk about that is is relevant 
we will absolutely do an update. We're we're kind of in the same spot with Cheyenne Cluse. Like there's mm-hmm. hopefully going to be updates coming in the future, and I would love to do another follow up on it. Right. But the couple things that we've heard at the moment's not enough for one because none mm-hmm. of it's confirmed. And I assume we'll kind of be in the same boat with this one for at least a little bit. Yeah, sort of buffering, waiting to see if these charges are again upgraded. And then if they are, you know, when it would go to trial and so forth. Mm-hmm. But that was the crazy case that I have been reading all about. And just, like I said, it makes my mind go down so many different alleys. Never, never had I heard before. Of someone just yeah, I you something so- briefly mentioned it to me the other day. Like, there's this yeah. new case. It's crazy. Like, I'm so excited to tell you, and I knew nothing. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I don't even know what you just presented me because right, I'm my mind is just blown. I know it's it's happening right now, right now. Like, and it. It's funny, you know, even though statistically speaking, women are less likely to be poisoners, according to the, the, um, we'll link the study in the show notes, but Oglesby certainly fits the profile and yeah, we'll just keep it. We'll keep our ear to the ground on this one. And I hope to soon be sharing with you that the charges are upgraded and she is going back to court. Or if, hey, let's say that there is some crazy thing where it is someone else who did it and she just did conceal a body. We'll figure, well, I'll be happy to read that too, if they can figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. it sure sounds like based off like of all know. of this, like she likely know. did it. But I want, I want answers. <laughs> And I know it's not my right to have answers, right, but I'm why? curious. I am. Right. Me too. Why? It's so strange. And then why pull the Native American mound out of nowhere? Like. When, yeah, that's interesting. How? I have no idea why she would say that because it stands in such stark contrast to what she did with his body. Like, why would you, why would you even bring that into the chat? Yeah. And if, if, okay, let's say he's been there for the year and just now is being found. You were, how long were you going to wait before you took him to that Native American mound? Right. If that was the plan. How long? Right. If you had him for a year. Right. And. Yeah, I feel like you yeah, and I will be talking so a questions. lot about this one, <laughs> like just randomly yeah, throughout so the next many, few weeks. There's so many questions left, left. And I, yeah, I want to see this one. I want to know. I just want to know why and how. And there are a lot of things I want to know the why and how of in this case, like why he wasn't reported missing. Yeah, I'm curious about that. For him. Yeah, why... Yeah. I'm I'm still wondering if his like where where did they get June to October? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like where'd that come from released any of it and then they had the window as well for when he was put in the storage unit so i was like i wonder where that came from as well and understandably there's going to be a lot of things that they're not going to say because that is really important to keep for trial Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i yeah if it goes to trial they're definitely going to want to have that in their back pocket that they can say, you know, we know that it's been in his system for this many months. I'm not sure how a toxicology report would read like that if it's able to tell you how long the substance has been building up. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll have to ask. I Ash. think it depends on the and substance. And we'll have to tell you. Yeah, we can we can ask some of our our friends and family who work in the medical field. And when we do the update, we could put that in there. Yeah, I did text them, uh, my my friends and family who are in the medical field, asking them about how long it would take for a body to start to smell. Mm-hmm. And all I got was it depends on the ambient temperature. And so mm-hmm. that doesn't answer my question. Uh, well, ha- I'll have to go into more in-depth phone call with them. Right. At You're some like, point I got to call them. For the- <laughs> I'll say that that's too vague of information to text. Yeah, you're like, I got more. I got more questions. We got a lot of questions happening here. <laughs> right. But that's all, all right. Well, I've thank got you all you so much. Yeah, thank you all for listening um, to Have You Heard About This Case. You can find us on Instagram at Have You Heard About This Case Pod, on Twitter at HYHATC Pod. Or you can email us at have you heard about this case at gmail.com. Thank you, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.